Good evening, everyone. You are welcome to your healing hour. My name is Eva, and I'm sitting in for Mama Stepping Stones. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you for con- for connecting. We welcome you. We thank God for this day. We thank God for this beautiful day the Lord has made. We choose to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God that we woke up in the morning, and we thank God that we He has kept us throughout the day, and we are well. We give thanks to him. Let us say a quick prayer before we get started. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you that you are with us. Your promises, Father, are yes and amen. We thank you that your word is here to heal us. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your healing power. We thank you for the power that is in the name of Jesus. Father, we know that you send your word to heal us and deliver us from all our destruction, from all our afflictions. We thank you for healing us. Speak healing to anyone who is listening to us right now, who is afflicted, who is laying down in the bed of affliction. King of kings, we speak healing, we declare and decree. You are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. You just have to believe that you are healed, that you are made well, and you will be made well. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Once again, thank you for tuning in tonight. My name is Eva, and I'm sitting in for Mama Stepping Stones. Thank you for tuning in into your healing hour. Hallelujah. We're going in the book of Luke, chapter 8, from verse 40. Luke 8, chapter 8, from verse 40. The Bible says, so it was. When Jesus returned, that the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at the feet, he fell down at Jesus' feet, and begged him to come into his house, for he had only for he had an only daughter about twelve years of age. And she was dying, but as he went, the multitude thronged him. Now 
A woman having a flow of blood for 12 years had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. Came from behind and touched the border of this garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng you and press you, and you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, somebody touched me, for I perceived power going from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well. And when he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John, and the father of the mother, the father and the mother of the girl. And all now, all wept and mourned for her. But she, but he said, "Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping." They and they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside, took her by the hand, and called, saying, Little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned, and she arose immediately, and he commanded that she be given something to eat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. Hallelujah. Amen. We can see <clears throat> this man Jairus. He came to Jesus. This man Jairus, he came to Jesus seeking for help. He had an emergency, what they call an emergency. Imagine the Bible has said in verse 42 that for he had an only daughter about 12 years of age and she was dying that means it was an emergency emergency right now when you have an emergency something like that you immediately immediately contact the emergency helpline the ambulance you call 9999 for something like that so Jairus had an emergency. He had to, we don't know if he ran or if he did what, but he came at the feet of Jesus with an emergency. Maybe you're going through a situation like that. Maybe something like that. Something like that. Maybe that is not, maybe it's, maybe it's not a matter of life and death. Maybe something's going on. You have an emergency. Jairus had an emergency and he was a ruler of the synagogue. He was a ruler of the synagogue. He came to Jesus with 
a, a fast emergency, like quick. Your child, imagine your child is laying down at the, at the point of death. He came to Jesus, falling down at his feet as a ruler of a synagogue. He was a ruler of the synagogue and came and fell at the feet of Jesus. When we read in the book of Luke chapter 4, the same book that we're in, but if we go in chapter 4, verse 33, verse 33, the Bible says, and they were, uh, verse 33 said, now in the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in, the, in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirit, and they come out. And the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding region. Now when we go back to our verse of Luke 8, verse 41 the synagogue that we just read about is where Jairus was leading. He was the leader of that synagogue. But at that time, because he had an emergency, he didn't care. He didn't care what his position was in the synagogue. He, need, he was desperate. He needed help. The Bible says in verse 41, Jairus, Jairus and he was a ruler of the synagogue, he fell at the feet of Jesus and begged him to go to his house. Remember at that time, the, the, the Jews despised Jesus. They, they, they didn't even want to, they didn't, they didn't even care about him. They didn't care about what he was doing. They were despising him. But this ruler of the synagogue, he was in a desperate situation. A desperate situation that at that point, he didn't care what his position was. He didn't care if he's going to lose his position. That was not his concern. All he wanted is to make sure that his daughter was made well the only daughter. Now you can see the, the Bible says that, but as he went, Jairus asked Jesus to go with him to the house. Jesus did not refuse. He was going. As he went, as Jesus was going, the multitude thronged him. And at that time, during that time, the, during that process of being thronged, it, the, verse 43 says, Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians, this is verse 43, on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped. Now Jesus is interrupted. The Bible says in verse 44, and Jesus, Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those who were with him said, Master, the multitude throng you and press you and you say, who touched me? Uh, imagine if you're Jairus at that time. You have left your daughter sick at the point of death. 
now you you're like Jesus is interrupted by someone who touched him. You're like what is Jesus doing? You'll be like what is Jesus up to? Of course, even if you if you're gyrous, you're going to say of course people are going to touch you. You you're going to stop, they're going to touch you. So gyrous, I'm sure in his heart, he must have been like come on Jesus, come on, let's go. Don't worry about that. Come on, let's go. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure he must have felt like that. But Jesus stopped and he's trying to inquire finding out who touched him he didn't just stop and then he's trying to find out he said they, they even peter and his friends tried to tell him master let's just go you know the, the master is wronging you don't worry about it but jesus stopped and said jesus said no somebody has touched me for i perceive power going out from me jesus has stopped he it's like he has even forgotten about where he was going He was on his way to 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 Jairus's house. It seems as if now he has stopped. Imagine you have an emergency. Your child is dying. You call an ambulance. An ambulance stops somewhere to get something. He was desperate. Jairus was desperate. But then now a woman. Now someone has come in. In it, it has interrupted Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood has interrupted Jesus. Jairus is desperate, calling this this woman's issue is not even about life and death. She can even she's been living 12 years with the issue of blood. Now someone has come in to interrupt the emergency this man has. Now Jesus has to inquire about this woman, how it how it started. The woman is explaining it's been 12 years, blah blah blah. blah. Verse 47. The woman saw that she was not hidden. She had to come out. I think imagine you Jairus you're like I don't have time. I don't have time for this. Come on. So the verse 47 the Bible says now the woman saw that she was not hidden came trembling and falling down before before him and she declared herself in the presence of all the people and she gave the reason why she touched him and how she was healed. Now she's giving all these things. She's giving all these details. She's giving all these details to Jesus. And verse 48 Jesus is like oh okay be of good cheer daughter your faith has made you well ah uh, god has healed you don't worry and while he is still talking he still interrupt interject he's interjected speaking to the woman i'm sure Jairus is desperate while he's talking this is what happens someone comes in with the news by verse 49 while he was still speaking someone from the ruler of the synagogue synagogue's house came saying to him your daughter is dead imagine imagine at that point you've been desperate you, you at that time you'd be like oh maybe the, you, you start even blaming maybe saying this woman maybe she's the one who delayed maybe she if she if she had not touched jesus maybe this wouldn't have happened maybe you're in the situation you've been waiting other people have come before you maybe they've received their miracles someone has not even done maybe someone just gotten saved you've been saved so many years you've been saved so many years someone has come they've received your miracles you've been waiting waiting and waiting waiting and waiting and nothing has been done this woman interrupted this man's miracle and not not only that someone comes with the even worse news saying do not bother do not trouble the master don't worry give up someone is telling you give up your child is dead in in other words they're saying that's it that's the end of it that's the, and maybe they've given you a report saying to you that is the end of it that's it don't worry anymore these people this these people 
who were talking to the to the rule of the synagogue they didn't know that they were talking to the pers- the, the person himself who has the power to resurrect everything he himself is resurrection he, they didn't know they didn't know even Jairus himself didn't know he didn't know himself that he is talking to the man who has power over life and death image maybe maybe someone has given you a bad report as you've been waiting someone has come in with even worse news than when you left but the bible says in verse 50 but jesus heard it i think jesus was at that time he was probably facing the woman trying to find out inquire blah 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 talking to the woman with the issue of blood trying to you know tell her your faith has made well and jesus overheard these people giving this man a bad report a bad report a bad report have they given you a bad report before when we go when we look when we when we see in the book of numbers when when they when they sent out the spies to go and spy when Moses sent out the spies to go and spy 12 spies 10 of them came back with a bad report they came back with a bad report giving about a negative report maybe someone has given you a negative report in your situation in your circumstance someone is telling you to give up someone is telling you to let go not to worry anymore to stop praying they're saying to you there's no point of you praying they've given you a, a sentence maybe a, a death sentence if maybe a doctors have said to you something you it's like you have no hope this, in other words this is what these people were saying who came from the from the ruler's house they, they were saying to him do not because they said do not bother the master anymore do not trouble him leave him even the the, the people are thronging him there are people who desperate there are other people desperate for him for you your daughter is dead don't bother the master anymore don't bother him anymore that's the bad report they were coming with but jesus heard it had these people giving this man a bad report and Jesus immediately turned to him and to, and told him do not be afraid only believe and she will be made well right now i'm telling you do not be afraid only believe just believe it doesn't matter even if it looks like maybe it is dead he is the one who caused those things which are not as though they were those things which are not as though they were maybe it maybe yes it's because this man they told him your child is dead it is dead but Christ is resurrection and power maybe it seems like things are not working anymore but he calls those things which are not as though they were he told to Ezekiel what do you see speak speak to those bones speak to those bones speak life speak life breathe call upon breath that thing that is dead in your life that is not working anymore whatever it is that is completely dead because this man's daughter was dead they gave him the report they came to him and told him the daughter is dead but jesus hearing the report hearing he did not allow this man to be utterly cut, cut off and utterly shut down immediately jesus had to to, to to get his faith up he said to him do not fear do not be afraid only believe just believe so many times the only thing that destroys us is lack of faith is not to believe just believe it doesn't matter how dead the situation is believe god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that works in you just believe do not worry about that report they have given you speak to those bones speak to those bones which are dead speak to those bones which are dead they will come back to life 
Speak to them they're going to come back to life. Speak to them. It doesn't matter how how desperate the situation is, how horrible the situation may look. Speak to them they will come back to life. Call upon the breath. Call the breath to come back. Call call them to come back to life. That's what the Lord told Ezekiel to speak, to call the breath to come to call the breath to come unto those bones, to become alive again. You just have to believe. You just have to speak and believe. Believe. Don't worry about who is saying what. Maybe the negative reports everywhere. Each time you each time you turn around, you just see negative reports. Someone is whispering to you negativity. Someone is speaking negativity to you. Do not worry about that. Do not worry about it. Remember what God has, what you have seen him do before. This man, he came to Jesus because he had seen Jesus casting out the demon from the synagogue before the, the scripture we read in Luke chapter 4 verse 33. This man in his synagogue where he leads, he, has, he had seen Jesus casting out the That's why he came to Jesus because he knew. So Jesus is telling him, just believe. Whatever you have seen God doing before in your life, there are things you have seen. There are some things you have seen God doing before in your life. Just look back at those things. The reason why you came to God, because you have seen him, continue believing. Do not give up. Do not give up on what, just stand still and believe. God is able to do it. He, he told Ezekiel to prophesy on the bones, to prophesy, prophesy in that situation. Speak, speak, call upon the breath. When we look in the when when we look in the book of Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel chapter thirty-seven, the, the 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 Lord was asking him, and he said to me, "Son of man, can this bone live?" So I answered, "Lord, you know." Again, he said to me, "Prophesy to these bones and say to them, all dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Prophesy to that situation right now. Speak to that situation right now. Speak to it right now." To hear the word of the Lord. Touch where you are sick. Touch and say, hear the word of the Lord. You will be made well. Just believe. Do not be afraid. Believe in God. Do not let doubt go into your ears. Do not let those things, those people who are speaking negative, who are bringing that report to you, saying to you, do not bother the master. Your daughter is dead. He is the one who can still resurrect the dead. He is resurrection. He caused, if he caused those things which are not as though they were, how about your situation? That's what Jesus told Jairus. He said he, he did not allow Jairus to focus on the death of his daughter. Jesus said, do not, do not worry, do not fear. And verse 51 says, when he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, John, the father and the mother of the girl. Sometimes we are surrounded with people we have who have no faith. We are surrounded with people who have doubt, who are going to have no... That's why Jesus was not allowing people, because he knew people are going to have doubt. They already brought a bad report. They already have negativity in their minds. They have no faith. They have no faith in them. Jesus, that's why he only permitted Peter, James, and the parents. Because what? Because he knew their faith is going to be built up. They had faith that their child is going to be made well. The rest who did, Jesus could perceive that these people had no faith. That's why he was sending them out. That's why he was sending them out. He did not permit anyone to come into the house. When he came, the Bible says in verse 52, Now all wept and mourned for her. But he said, Do not weep. She's not dead. She's sleeping. These people, in fact, probably they were even starting to plan the funeral. They were singing those funeral songs, playing, you know, those songs they sing for the funeral. 
they were already doing that because they had no hope the hope has gone they had no hope but the bible says that with about abraham even contrary to hope abraham still believed even when it looks like there's no hope you still believe because jesus told jaira still believe when it looks like there's no hope still believe believe that god is able to do it god is able to turn those things around these people jesus telling them that do not be afraid do not weep he's telling them stop weeping stop crying she is not dead she's sleeping these people will be like is jesus crazy what is he talking about the bible says they ridiculed him they ridiculed him because they knew probably they had even brought in a physician to confirm and to check that indeed this child is dead but then here comes Jesus do you know why they ridiculed him because they had no faith they had no faith because in the, to them they could just see they could just see physically that yes she's dead but Jesus was not moved by their 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 faithless uh, hearts Jesus was was focused So that's why he told Jairus to just believe just believe do not worry about whatever the symptoms the symptoms that are standing that keep coming yes maybe every morning the symptoms are coming but do stand still and do not fear keep believing do not be afraid keep believing yes maybe the child is dead they have told you yes maybe just believe god is able God is able to bring back because he told Ezekiel to speak every morning when you wake up speak every morning when you wake up prophesy say hear the word of the Lord you dry bones hear the word of the Lord for that says the Lord surely he will cause your breath to enter into you and you shall live whatever that is dead in your life whatever is dead in your life just speak every morning every evening you know when we are when we are sick and we go to the doctor and he gives us a prescription he tells you take it twice a day or three times a day so it's the same thing we should do with the word of god in the morning when you wake up speak say hear the word of the lord hear the word of the lord that says the lord you shall surely live you shall surely be made well you shall surely be healed in the afternoon go say the same thing surely hear the word of the lord you shall live hear the word of the lord touch wherever you are feeling pain and say hear the word of the lord you shall live in the evening say, take the same dosage do that the same dosage every single day like the same way you do it physically when the doctor has given you those instructions so take those instructions the bible says in the book of proverbs say hear the instructions of the lord for they are life unto your health they are life these are the instructions when the doctor gives you the instructions say take this three times a day take two three times a day or one three times a day and you follow it so it's the same thing with the word of god say wake up in the morning say hear the word of the lord that says the lord i will live i will not die i will live i will not die the word of the lord use it speak it speak it every single morning this is what ezekiel that says the lord god to those born surely i will cause breath to enter you and you shall live whatever circumstance whatever it is speak the word of god in the morning when you wake up in the afternoon when 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 you're having your lunch in the evening even at night when you're going to go to bed speak it hear the word of the lord it will hear the word of the lord you have authority because life and death is in the power of your tongue 
It is you. You have the key. You have the key to unlock and to lock. To speak and to speak and to speak in your life. No one, because uh, the other people who are seeing situations in your life, they're going to say whatever they're going to say. They're going to speak whatever they're going to speak. But you have the power and authority to speak life into your life, to speak life and health into your bones, into your body. Whatever situation, whatever sickness it is, you have the authority. Just believe. Do not be afraid. Yes, the symptoms keep coming back. Oh, maybe even getting worse. Because Jairus' situation was an emergency. It went even beyond the emergency. The daughter died. And Jesus is here telling him, just believe. He, he, Jesus knew. They, they knew the, the child is dead. But he told him, just believe. Believe. Even to the point of death, believe. Because he will still bring her back to life. Just believe. Believe, yes, the symptoms are getting worse. The symptoms are getting worse day by day. Day by day, the, the rush is getting worse. A symptom is increasing. Just believe. Speak the word of God in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. Believe. Stand still and believe and proclaim and prophesy and say, hear the word of the Lord. Maybe they have told you you are going to die. Maybe they've given you six months. They've given you four years, three years, two years, a month speak and refuse last time when we heard about ezekiel we heard about hezekiah not ezekiel hezekiah when they gave him that when they told him that he's going to die when they told him he's going to die but he said no he went and turned against the wall i turned towards the wall and he said no yes maybe they've given you that believe stand still maybe someone is there every day telling you a bad report Telling you how you are weak, telling you how you're not, you cannot do this, you cannot do that because this and that, because this and that. Looking at you, looking at your physical appearance, despising you. But you, the Bible says in the book of Daniel, chapter 11, 32, it says, Those who know their God, they shall be strong and they will carry out great exploits. You know your God. You know your God. Don't worry about what the circumstances around you are saying. Just believe. Believe. Yes, the situation is dead to the point of death. But believe. Believe. That's what Jesus told them. He put them all outside. And he put the people outside. Those people try and maybe disconnect yourself from the people without faith. Those people are telling you negativity. Disconnect maybe for now. For now. For now, love them. I'm not saying hate them. Love them. But disconnect yourself. Disconnect yourself from those negative thoughts, negative words, negative speeches. If If someone is calling you to tell you negativity, do not answer their call. You know, when when a call is coming in, you can put a message, I I can't talk. Sorry, I can't talk right now. Because you know they're going to speak negativity. Do not listen to them. Jesus is telling you, just believe. Just believe, stand still, speak every single morning, speak life, speak life. When, when, when they sent out the 12 spies, the 10, 10 spies came back with a bad report saying, oh, in that land is very beautiful. It flows with milk and honey, but it has giants and we are like grasshoppers before them. But you know what Joshua and Caleb said? said, no, yes, it's true. It's true, the land is beautiful. Yes, they're giants, but we can take them on. We can take them on. Maybe they are giants in your life, but you have to believe. You just have to be like Caleb and Joshua. Believe that you can take it on. You can take that situation on. Like Joshua and Caleb. Say, yes, we can overcome them. 
David despised Goliath. Maybe this sickness is Goliath in your life. He's a giant in your life. Despise it. Saying, who are you? Who do you think you are? Defying the army of the children of God. That giant situation in your life. Despise it. Despise it. Stand still. You can do it. It doesn't matter how huge, how big it is. Just believe. Speak every single day. Speak every single day. Do not fear what the, what, the, what the symptoms are screaming. Maybe symptoms are screaming every morning. Just like Goliath, he was screaming at the children of Israel every morning. For 40 days, the Bible says, for 40 days, every morning, he would come up and threaten them and intimidate them. Maybe with his voice, maybe his voice was amplified. Amplified and each time probably his foot, they could hear his footstep. They'd be like, oh, there he comes. Oh, here he comes. Every morning. Maybe every morning when you wake up, that symptoms is the first thing you feel when you wake up. You're like, oh, here we go again. But you can speak the word of God. You can speak the word of God as the Bible says in Ezekiel. Ezekiel 37. It says, that says the Lord to those bones, to that circumstance, to that symptom. Surely you will, I will cause the breath to enter you. I will cause healing and you shall live. You every single morning wake up. And say, that says the Lord, hear the word of the Lord, you symptom, you pain, you whatever, whatever situation, whatever name it is, whatever it is, hear the word of the Lord. Every morning, every afternoon, say it, keep repeating, just like the way the doctor has given, the physical doctor, the physician has given you those instructions, the prescription, saying, saying to you, take this such and such amount, and, and, and or, or maybe in the morning, maybe after dinner or whatever, do the same with the word of God, say that says the Lord that says the Lord hear the word of the Lord hear the word of the Lord you pain hear the word of the Lord you symptom hear the word of the Lord you sickness hear the word of the Lord that says you shall live hear the word of the Lord do not allow the negativity the, neg the negative speech the, the presentation of the symptoms in your life the presentation of the circumstance in your life to distract you to distract you or to cause you to lose your hope do not lose your hope. Just like Jairus, he had an emergence even to the point of death. But this is what happened. And Jesus said, said but, but he, after Jesus putting them out, he said, little girl, arise. Little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned and she arose immediately and he commanded that she be given something to eat. And the parents were astonished. This morning, today, Jesus is telling you, arise. He's telling that situation, arise. Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. That dead situation, whatever has been dead. She was dead. Indeed, she was dead. And these people were, 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 were even singing funeral songs. But Jesus came and said, arise. Now we said to you, arise. Arise from that dead bed where you've been laying for years, for months, where you've been. I say to you right now, arise. I say to you right now, arise. In that situation, arise. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 60, it says, arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you right now. Arise from that circumstance. Arise from that stigma where they have put you in the corner saying to you that that's where you belong. That's where you should be. Arise from that negativity. Arise from that low self-esteem. Arise. Arise right now. Arise. Arise. Whatever that was stolen from you shall be returned to you. 
Whatever was taken away from you, it is going to be returned to you. Your life, the Bible has said here in verse 55, then her spirit returned and she arose immediately. Whatever that has been is returning back to you. Whatever you had lost is returning back to you. I declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever that has been taken away from you, whatever that has been taken away from you, your peace of mind, your joy, your freedom, I say to you right now, it is returning to you right now. As you arise, it is returning to you right now. It is returning to you Everything that was taken away from you, the Bible says in the book of Joel, that it shall be restored unto you. It shall be restored unto you, that he restore unto you the years that you lost. So many years you have lost. So many years that you have wasted. So many years the Lord is restoring to you. It's returning to you. You are rising up again. You are rising up from that slumber. You are rising up from that pain. You are rising up from that destruction. You are rising up from that addiction. You are rising up. You rise up. Don't just fall down and say, Oh, who will help me? Rise up right now. You have the power. You have the strength. You have the power and strength to rise up. Speak. Find the strength in your heart. The Bible says he gives power to the weak. He doesn't give power to those who are strong. He gives power to the weak and those who have no might. He increases their strength. If you say, oh, I'm weak. I have no might. Yes, he's increasing your strength right now. He is saying to you right now, rise up. Rise up. He said to the little girl, arise arise right now stand up if you're weak yes you're weak fair enough are you weak yes you are weak then he gives you power he gives power and increases the strength to those who have no strength he increases their might so this afternoon um this evening i'm telling you whatever it is whatever situation it is this evening rise up from it rise up from that rise up Believe and do not fear. Believe, do not be afraid. I speak to your spirit right now. I speak to your mind right now. Whatever negativity that has been spoken to you for so many years, I flush it out by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree healing to you in the name of Jesus. Restoration of your health. Restoration of your mind. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of sound mind. Sound mind to every mind that has been lost every mind that has been lost maybe you've been declared insane i speak to you right now i speak to your mind to be restored back into into its normal state into sanity i speak sanity for god has not given us a spirit of fear do not fear he told jairus do not fear he has given us a spirit of power he has given us a spirit of love and a spirit of sound mind the bible says perfect love casts out fear the love of God is surrounding you right now. Rise up. Rise up. Healing is yours. You are healed. Receive the healing of God. Receive the healing of God. Receive the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, I declare and decree healing and peace of God that surpasses all understanding to guard your heart and mind. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We believe and we do not doubt. You are healed. Just believe that you are healed and you receive your healing. Thank you once again for tuning in tonight. My name is Eva and I'm sitting in for Mama Stepping Stones. Thank you for tuning in and here on your healing hour. God bless you, everyone. Have a lovely evening. Thank you.
Jesus Christ.